So Nikki, what are your thoughts about Starbucks' latest move dealing with the Black Lives Matter movement? Well, thank you for asking me, Bishop. I kind of got quite a few of them. I'm trying to, you know, make them real concise. So with Starbucks, you have when they had, you know, two young men, the police were called on them a couple years ago. They remember them shutting down the company for this diversity training. Um, when the protests and riots happened, they put out a statement on Twitter that they were down for the cause, Black Lives Matter. And then we see internally, it's a memo that says their employees can't wear any kind of paraphernalia or anything. And the employees' response to that was like, wait, we wear pins for pride, LGBTQ support, everything else. How come we can't do it? And basically within 24 hours, they reversed this statement. Now, I understand and I totally agree with anybody who wants to boycott uh, Starbucks because I understand it. You know, people tired at this point in stage. It's like, you know, you just, you know, I think people feel like what you what you said is what you meant. And for me, I kind of feel I have several thoughts about it. I feel, number one, that it's time to show corporations that all words matter. And the, the one of the things that's valuable about this is I think that we can start to force inclusion on corporations uh, by uh, how we how we give our dollar. And what I mean by that, when I look at what happened with Starbucks and then retracting their statement, that tells me that they're not inclusive in their company at a higher level. They trained the baristas, but they didn't train the executives on inclusive behaviors. And what do I mean by that? If black employees are in the rooms there, then they most definitely are muted at the table. Their contributions are probably overlooked or either they have to placate the people and they aren't really free to be honest. And I believe what has to happen at a corporate level is that, uh, which will help free up a whole lot of your middle-class black folks and your upper middle-class black folks and corporations, is that corporations start to understand that having us in the room is not enough that us being in the room to check a box, we need to be empowered to not only give contributions to the table, but for those contributions to be noticed and not overlooked. And I really think that, you know, for Starbucks, it actually would be fairly easy. I kind of have hope for them. That's the that's the whole reason I'm kind of like, I, I can't say I have a stance on the boycott or anything. I just feel like it's a different type of failure. I have hope for them because I think they need to uh, it'd be very easy for them to nail down the failure. And I think all they got to do is go look back at all these meetings in the email chain on when they decided what prompted them to put this statement out. Who, what was the team of people that put the statement out and the dynamic on that team? And then who were the team of people that signed off on it? And when they do that, they're going to find out whether or not they got a toxic work environment. They're going to find out whether they have a controlling manager or somebody. But they need to pinpoint where the tone deafness is coming from and how the tone deafness is controlling something that technically this statement is totally against what they have been portraying. And how are you putting out a statement that employees can't wear Black Lives Matter stuff in the midst of some of your employees already having those shirts on and being shipped from Starbucks headquarters? So something happened. So, so that's that's a that is a pinpointed group or team that's not inclusive that has bias and they either don't have black folks in it or the ones that are there are not free to speak and you know so that's how I feel and I feel like you know when it comes to us as a people I think you know we descend as slaves 
And we got to understand that we are accustomed to abuse. And we kind of need to be intentional about avoiding abusive behaviors. So if some if someone's saying, I'm sorry, with no change behavior and with no type of recompense to reward whatever they took from you, then that's not really a true... They're not really sorry. So, um, you know, anybody that is tired of all these I'm sorry has every single right to say that sorry is not enough for my dollar. And I'm going to at least value myself enough to say that, hey, you don't you're not owed my dollar. I don't I don't owe you my business and my dollar just because you said I'm sorry. So. So yeah, that's, that's that's kind of the overall how I how I feel about it, uh, Bishop. And that's, that's a Nikki hot take.